Hello and welcome to another episode of the Modern Age Christian Podcast. Now, if you watched last week's episode, you know what the topic is for today. So we're going to be talking about your life's purpose or your calling. Why are you here on earth? Now, this is a topic that I feel like most everybody asks at some point in their life, you know, what should I do as a career? What should I do in ministry? What should I be doing with my life? Whatever the question is, you've asked this question in some way. So going to talk about that, going to address it on today's episode. Now, I'm going to go ahead and probably disappoint some of you, but I can't tell you the exact specifics of what that is going to be. A lot of your life's purpose and your calling as far as career, where you should go to school and those types of things, you have to essentially determine on your own. Now, there are ways to get some guidance, get some help and determine, and I'm going to talk about those. So we're going to help you learn how to determine your life's purpose. So, This is not a podcast that is going to give you the answer. Um, I definitely know I can't sit here and tell you you're supposed to be a carpenter or a plumber or an engineer. I can't do that on a podcast. I'm sorry. But I can give you some tips and tricks to help you figure out what you should be doing. So the very first thing that we need to do is are you living your life's purpose? that simple question. Now, there's a good chance you may not be. There's a chance you may know what you're supposed to be doing and you already know your calling. So here's a way to know if you're already in your life's purpose or you already know and are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Are you fulfilled, happy, content in your life as it currently is? In your current roles, in your family, your work, your personal life, are you happy, content, and fulfilled in what you are doing? Now, think about this. We live in a day where we hear about burnout, the great resignation, work-life balance, mental health in the workplace, and the list goes on and on. If you feel stuck, without direction, burned out, then there's a good chance you are not living your life's purpose. I fully believe, and you can find this in leadership books and personal development books, that you will find joy and fulfillment in following and pursuing your life's calling or your life's purpose. If you are doing something that you know you're supposed to be doing, you know it is your purpose, you are going to feel fulfilled And you are going to be happy in what that is. Now, don't get me wrong. There may be stressful days. There may be hard days. But if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, your purpose, you will look back at all of those things and say it was worth it. However, I will also call out, there is the potential you could get burned out if you are obsessing over what you're supposed to be doing. So here's an example for you. Let's say there's a pastor that is called into ministry. They spend 10 to 12 hours a day doing ministry, visitation, and studying all of those things, and they leave no time for their family, their friends, their hobbies, or a way to decompress in their thoughts and their mental state from all of the stuff going on. They will face burnout. 
And we're seeing that in some of the pastors in modern America. We're seeing them where they're constantly on call and constantly bombarded. They love ministry, and that's what they're supposed to be doing. But the constant atmosphere of it is what's weighing on them. I remember reading an article not long ago about how pastors are available now through social media, text, and cell phones, calls, and all of those things. And it's all as if they don't have a day off. They're not, they don't have time off and clock out the way that most of us do at a typical job. They are almost on call and available at any given moment. This can be good in some instances. If there's an emergency, you need to get in contact with a pastor, a deacon, or a church leader in some way. But it can burn out your pastor or those church leaders if you are bombarding them all the time. The same way for us. If we are doing what we love and enjoy it, but it starts to turn into 10, 12, 14-hour days every single day, you get up and you start it, you go to bed, and you you never have time off, you never take a break or decompress, you can face burnout. Now, there are some of you that you may love so much what you're doing that you can work 10-hour days and it's like it doesn't phase you at all. You love what you do. It is something enjoyable, but you still make time for family, for friends. Maybe you do 10-hour days on the weekdays, but the weekends are fully set aside for your family. You have to find what works for you, but you have to be careful not to burn yourself out obsessing over what you're supposed to be doing, but you can be smart about it and you can determine what you're supposed to be doing and following what you're doing. So another thing, are you honoring God in what you're doing? So this is another way to determine your life's purpose and to figure it out is whatever your calling in life is, whatever God has put you here to do, You will be able to do it. You will be able to enjoy it. You'll be able to look back on the tough days and say it's worth it, but you will be able to honor God in it. Now, God gives each of us special, unique abilities and talents. We may not see them as important, but if it is what God has given us to do, then we need to keep in mind that using those talents in some way honors God. So I think, and I love the quote by Martin Luther, where he says, even a dairy maid can milk cows to the glory of God. If God gives somebody the talent, knowledge, and ability to go and be a farmer, if they go and then use their talents and abilities to be a successful farmer, they are honoring God in their talents and abilities. And I fully believe that. If God has given somebody the talent and ability to be a counselor or a minister in some way, if they go into ministry or are using that in the way that their talents line up, then they're honoring God by using those abilities that he has given them. So if you're not already living your life's purpose and all of the stuff I've said prior to this point, you're sitting here scratching your head and going, that's not me. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. How do we determine it? All right, so I'm going to give you some practical tips, some things couple of them may sound a little cliche, but I promise if you follow with me, I will help you get where you want to go. So determining your life, life's purpose is the very first thing. Is there anything that is causing division between you and God? So the very first thing is a self-reflection moment. 
Are there unconfessed sin uh, lacking in your prayer life? Are you neglecting your study time to spend on hobbies or uh, just time wasters in some way? Start off first by self-reflecting. Make time for God. Make that a priority no matter what. That is your first step. Because if your relationship with Christ is not where it needs to be, you will struggle to line yourself up in your life's purpose because there's a gap in your relationship between you and God. Second, you need to pray and also read God's word to lead you into what your life's purpose is supposed to be. Now, I will explain, so bear with me. James chapter 1 verse 5 tells us, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. Verse 6 continues this thought, and the first phrase in verse number 6 says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. We have to be able to approach God, which is the no separation, no division, our relationship is in line, and we can approach him with confidence. We can pray, we can study God's word, and he will give us the direction that we need to go. Now, we should always just stay in God's Word. We should stay active in our prayer lives and constantly do that just to seek what God wants us to do in life, not just a specific life's calling. It's not just a quick 30-second, you know, hey, God, show me what I need to do, amen, and then you're done and you leave it. Stay persistent. Keep asking regularly. Keep going back to the Word and keep staying in that. Keep looking for your answers, and God will help you to realize and reveal those things to you and help you to understand what you should be doing. Now, when we look at this, it almost sounds cliche to just pray and read God's word, but we have to consider God's word is exactly that. It is God's word. It can lead us. It can guide us. It can encourage us. It can point us on the right path. Most of the time you look and say, well, it's written two, three, four thousand years ago. What good is it going to be to me now? God can still use it. Think about the entire purpose of this podcast. It's taking scripture and biblical thoughts and applying them to our modern life. It still works. It's still relevant. Praying is a way we communicate with God. We can tell him what we're dealing with. We can tell him the struggles and the needs of our life. God, help us understand what we're supposed to be doing. What is our purpose in life? then he can reveal to us. God reveals things in many ways. It can be through scripture. It can be through a couple of the other ways that I'm going to talk about next. It can be through many different ways. But we need to pray and approach him and let him know what our desire is, what we are looking for, what we are seeking, so that as we are going through this exercise, we can start to determine what we're supposed to be doing. So third, After those first couple things, that's kind of your foundation, your base level. Evaluate your gifts and abilities. And maybe you want to make a pros and cons list. So when determining your gifts and abilities, take inventory of where you are. And again, I recommend a pros and cons list. That's maybe something that I've used in the past and I find it to work. And maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it doesn't. Find a situation or a process that works best for you. So you may write on this list and say, well, I'm good at math, but I'm really not good at finance. Or you might look and say, well, I'm really good at problem solving, but I'm terrible with organization skills. 
once you start to line those up and your strengths and your weaknesses, you will start to narrow down and start to find what makes sense for you. If there's an area of weakness in what you are considering pursuing in your life, you can work on it. But I also advise you to stick to what your strengths are because those more than likely are your God-given talents and abilities. This is the kind of process that I followed when I was trying to figure out what to study in college and what major to pursue. I had started studying a engineering degree. And to be honest, in the engineering field, there's a lot of technical ability that is not my strength. That is not my strong suit. But a lot of the problem solving and the thinking through problems and determining a solution, those were strengths. There were pros and cons to all of those things. And when I evaluated those, and really when God started showing me that I was studying the wrong thing, I started to understand I was in the wrong field, but I needed to determine where to go. And so this is one of those things that I did. I determined my strengths, determined my weaknesses, and it helped me decide, okay, you know, skill A, B, and C, that really lines up to these five career paths. But A and C, these few things over here, those are really bad weaknesses for me. And if I go into those career fields, I don't think I can do it because I am not prepared for those things. I do not have that skill set. Okay, that narrows it down. You can start to see where you might fit in in a career or a school setting and those types of things. God has given each of us natural talents and abilities. And I knew some of them. You may know some of them already. And you can evaluate those. You can think about them. You can consider them. But also consider constructive feedback that people have given you before. Maybe where somebody has told you an area you needed to improve on or an area of weakness. But maybe somebody has given you some type of praise and say, wow, you're really great at this thing. You're really good at this other thing. And you can start to line those up and say, okay, that's a good thing. Okay, this other thing over here, that's a con. That's a bad thing. And you can start to compare them side by side and realize what your strengths and weaknesses are. Now, fourth thing after that. Here's another outlet you can pursue. Ask others for thoughts and advice and weigh them in addition to your own evaluation. So this is huge. This is vital for this. Ask your parents. Ask your friends church members, church leaders, small group members, it may be your pastor, Sunday school teacher, ask somebody what they see your strengths and weaknesses. Be prepared. You might hear things that are not pleasant. You might hear things you don't like. None of us like criticism. None of us like constructive feedback in a lot of ways. We don't like hearing those things. But often our natural abilities we don't consider important or significant. They come naturally to us, and so we just, in our minds, we think, well, everybody can do that. That's just the way everybody thinks. But that's not always the case. To others, certain skills and abilities may be impressive. They may be important or significant. And if multiple people start to tell you that you have a gift or ability or something significant in some way, you might not see it as important, but that might be a gift or an ability that God has given you. Me personally, I've got this multiple times in my my life, and in truth, it's a hard reality. I remember having people back in my college years tell me, 
all of the great things that I was doing and all the great speaking and abilities that I have and all of those things and would praise me and build me up. And I honestly laughed at them. I thought it was crazy. Oh, that's that's not that hard. This just comes naturally to everybody. But it took, honestly, a lot of years of realizing this doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. That's actually a gift that God has given me. For me, podcasting is not a strength. For me, in public speaking, I rely heavily on body language, animation, reactions of a crowd and speaking, and those types of things. Podcasting is forcing me to work on a weakness, which is voice inflection and conveying emotion through audio only. Trust me, I see her most of the time, and I'm recording this in front of a microphone, and I'm constantly using my hands, and I'm very animated, but you can't see that. You don't know what that looks like. But at the same time, I'm bad to want to read my outline or think of thoughts and and just a logical pattern, and I end up being very dry and not very emotional in what I'm saying or not using enough voice inflection. But I'm working on that. I'm trying to improve to get that better because there's areas of strength, but there's areas of weaknesses. And I'm realizing those. I'm getting feedback. I'm listening to what people are saying about the podcast, about my speaking, about uh, presenting in a professional setting. And I'm taking those and I'm learning from them and trying to work on improving those. That's what I'm trying to get across in this point. We need other people to also help guide us and point us where we should go. Because a lot of our personal strengths, or in some instances our weaknesses, we may not recognize them. And we need help from others to help point us in the right direction. Your gift, it may be the same way. You don't realize it, you don't recognize it, but others can help you see it and realize it. And here's the thing, Proverbs even addresses this. Yes, there's a Bible verse for even all of this that I've been talking about. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Seek out counsel, advice of people that you trust, and they can help you on your journey to find your gifts in addition to the other methods that I've listed. So it's important to determine your life's purpose. Be sure you're where you need to be in your relationship with God. Pray, read his word, study his word, look for those things, allow him to speak to you through that. Evaluate your own skills from your own perspective. What do you see as strengths? What do you see as weaknesses? Are they good? Are they bad? And then seek counsel from other people. Get advice, get some encouragement, get some help from those people, and you can start to narrow down what you believe your purpose is. Now, in wrapping up and bringing this to kind of a close, if you have determined your life's purpose, you figured out you are called to be an engineer, a doctor, a nurse, a business person, you're called to go into ministry, whatever the case is, whatever you believe your calling and your purpose is, what God wants you to do with your skills and abilities, you got to determine it and you've got to act on it. So you can't act on your dream, purpose, calling until you know what it is. So you have to go through this exercise. You have to figure out what it is. You have to have an idea or a direction. 
If you already have that, great. That's perfect. I'm glad you're still listening to the podcast. Odds are you're probably bored at this point because you already know what your purpose is. But if not, go through these exercises that I've talked about. Ask some friends. Ask some leaders around you. Pray. Evaluate your own skills. Do those things to help guide you in your journey to determine what you're supposed to be doing. Don't overthink it. Don't sit here and think you have to take all kinds of personality tests and quizzes and you need to go through all this personal evaluation and all of those things. What your purpose and your calling is will ultimately come naturally to you. It will be something you enjoy and it will be something that honors God. If it meets those three things, it's something that comes naturally, it's something you enjoy, and it honors God, I think you're on the right path, and you're starting to see what your purpose or what your calling is. Now, if you enjoy it, there's probably still going to be difficult days. If you're doing something you love, it's going to make those difficult days easier because you can look back and you can say it was worth it. You are doing what you are here on earth to do. You will not see it strictly as work. There may be days you don't enjoy as much as others, but I believe you will be able to enjoy the experience and the moments of it to be able to look back and say, you know, this was hard. This was difficult. This was a lot of work, but I love it because I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then lastly, act on your purpose. Just do it and don't wait. And it really is that simple. Just go and get started. You may not have all the details. You may not know the specifics. You will likely need help. You will need guidance along the way. But you just have to go and get started. If you believe you are supposed to do something, waiting will only make you more miserable because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You can't wait for perfect timing. You can't wait for all the specifics. You can't wait for somebody to come alongside you and just bluntly tell you, hey, you're supposed to go and do this thing. You have to determine in your heart through some of these methods that I've listed out. You may have some additional methods you want to add to that. But determine what God wants you to do, then do it. Start it. Act on it. The longer you wait, the more you will regret not starting sooner. But starting now and acting immediately, the more opportunity for growth, development, learning, the benefits to yourself and those around you, all of that will happen and fall into place. I fully believe, listen to me, I fully believe that God has given a calling, talents, abilities, and purpose to every single person. I believe that everybody that's here on earth has natural skills and abilities. They are God-given talent, skills, and abilities. Find what those are. Seek them out. Ask for advice. Determine what they are and then use them for the glory of God. I have skills and abilities. I don't like to talk about them. I'm not a person that likes to talk about myself at all. You may be the same way. You may not want to talk about anything that you think you're good at, and you may be embarrassed to go and ask other people, hey, what do you see as my skills and abilities? But it will be worth it. Because I fully believe that in the end, when we're in heaven and we're giving an account of our lives and what we're doing, um, I believe God will ask us, I gave you these talents. I gave you these abilities. I gave you the opportunity to do these things. What have you done with them? 
have you used them for my honor and my glory? That's what I believe, and that's the way I want to live my life, is knowing God has given me abilities, and I want to be able to stand before him in heaven and praise him, give him thanks for the talents and abilities he's given me, and say, God, it was all because of you. You gave me this ability. You gave me this talent. I used it for you. That's what I want to do in my life. And I hope you take that challenge and you take that outlook and make it your own. That you want to stand before God one day and say, God, I did this for you. So I just want to thank you again for tuning in and listening to another episode of the Modern Age Christian Podcast. I hope you will subscribe, follow, and join us again next week as we continue to release episodes every Monday. So be sure to check for that. You can find this podcast on anotherwell.com as well as your favorite podcast platform. So if you found it on one but you prefer another, go find it on the one you prefer. It's there. If you don't see it on your preferred platform, leave a comment, send me a note, get in touch with me on social media or something. Tell me what podcast platform and I'll see if I can get it on there. I tried to get it on all of them, but hey, I'm not perfect. So Look for another episode again next week, and thank you for tuning in.